and welcome to Deep Lore, the podcast that is neither. As always, I am your Fire Lord B. And I am your living nightmare, Tom. <laughs> and today we are talking about um, Avatar Book 3, Episode 9. Uh, Nightmares and Daydreams. Hooray! Hooray! So uh, let's just get right into it. This one is, I guess, controversial. Yeah, not, I can see it. Not controversial. Not like people don't have. It's just people don't like it. And I, that, you know what? I can see why they don't. But a lot of the reasons that they don't are the reasons why I like it. <laughs> you know, it's good. It's good. Uh, it's a good like sort of. What's the word? Like falling, like action. You get to breathe a little bit. Before yes, you head yes, into yes, this yes. Mid-season finale. Yes, and it it really helps to drive the tension, but for this big event, mm-hmm. um, because kind of up until now, the invasion has been like mentioned, but it hasn't really been like something they've actively really discussed. Yeah, like Appa's armor came up once before. And yeah, they're just like, oh yeah, you know, the invasion. We got a schedule for it, whatever. But it's not like. It's not front and center, but, like, now it's here, and now it is looming, and they feel it, and so do we. That's very good. Um, Did you want to jump into the beginning, then? uh, Yeah, we can do that. So, pretty much, like, right away, we find out that it is now four days before the invasion. They've settled on this little island um, to meet up with the rest of the invasion force, I think four days, like, that sounds like they're way ahead of schedule. Yeah. Which is funny when you consider Sokka's, like... Sokka's schedule and how off it was. He was just like, oh, if we if we stop to, uh, and for one day in this village, it'll take... You know, we'll have to get rid of bathroom breaks to make it in time. And then it's just like, dude, you had time to spare. Mm-hmm. You, I, I feel like Sokka's one of those, we'll be late for being early types. Which I identify with. I don't. <laughs> I I would so much rather be early for something than late, which is a problem for parties. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we we definitely got into that on the uh, Ember Island episode. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm such an Azula. Yeah, you really are. I'm like, no, we have to be punctual. But yeah, even though they have four day, like they have plenty of time to prepare, and Aang is immediately like, "Oh shit, I haven't thought about this until now." I'm actually nervous. <laughs> yeah, no, he has like a total freak out, and I kind of understand. Oh, for sure. It's like just rip off the band aid and have it be the next day. It's Having just, that four days just to yeah. I mean, okay, it's it's like it's like you know the ne- the couple days like leading up to this big test that like. You've been hearing about and learning for, you know, all year long. And then all of a sudden it's here a couple days away and it really hits you. He has his first stress dream. And the very first one is Dragon Ball flavored. I love that. I, oh my God, it was so funny. Like all the posing that he's doing Mm -hmm. all over the place. I, I was just, I loved it. Ozai looked very Ox King. Oh yeah, he did. It's just very uh, a lot of uh, a lot of like anime nods. They had a lot of fun with yeah. uh, with this one. I could tell. Oh, you can with, tell with the reference. I mean, it's it's like I think probably got more anime references than any of the other show. Combined. I didn't catch any JoJo references though. You know, I wasn't looking for any. I didn't see any either. Mm. That was before like everyone was into JoJo. That's though. true. You know, because there wasn't an anime out yet. So yeah. Um. 
I was just hoping that I would like spot a JoJo pose or something. But yeah, this is the first one where he's just like, oh, you don't have pants. And it's like, ah, because everyone has that dream. I've never had that dream. I have never had that dream, no. I've had plenty of dreams where like, I'm in school and something is wrong, but it's never that like, I forgot my pants. It's always like, I forgot to change out of my pajamas or something. Yeah, I think I had one of those. Or like, I'll end up wandering the hallways and be like, hey, wh- where where should you be? And I'll be like... I don't know. (laughs) I completely forgot my class schedule. Yeah, like stuff like that. So that's still vaguely relatable. Um, Do we want to handle the Zuko stuff all at the end? Um, It doesn't really play into the Aang stuff at all. So I feel like we should just... Yeah, 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 we can do that. The Zuko stuff is really interesting. Yeah, probably my favorite part of the episode. The Aang stuff is good. So when Aang wakes up and is all like, I need to continue training, he just goes over to a bush and starts kicking it until morning. Amazing. And I'm just like, why is he beating up nature? Legendary. I wrote back, why is he beating up nature? Legendary. He's he's a true hero. <laughs> well, he starts kicking a bush, and then when everyone wakes up, he's punching, punching a tree. Punching a tree. He's got, he's got beef with nature. <laughs> Fucking hates it. <laughs> it's just great, because... He's just like, I'm sloppy. Gotta train. And it's just like, yeah, you're sloppy. Please go to bed. Go to bed. This, I don't know. I feel like the whole, like, your friend is concerned about something and you don't get it. I almost feel like My Little Pony did it better with Lesson Zero. Oh my god, that episode is kind of legendary. Yeah. I mean, maybe it's just Twilight's freak out. Maybe it's just because of the, the memes that make me think it was better than it was. And the fact that, like, some of her faces was... They were, they were like, my profile pictures for a while. <laughs> yeah, they were. For, for a long <laughs> while. They were great. But, yeah, oh, you know, the days. it's just this whole... When they're, like, trying to cheer him up and they keep doing a bad job, it's like, mm-hmm. you've known him for how long... Like, I, I do get the criticism that it feels a bit contrived. Yeah. At this point, they all know him well enough to know exactly how to cheer him up. Mm-hmm. Because... Oh, God. Does Aang hold his friends hostage with his emotional insecurities? Oh, shit. That's like, think, that's deeper than I wanted to go. Think about, like, the power difference here. Like, if Aang has a bad day, you might all die. Yeah. Like, not to say that he would, like, ever threaten to kill them or anything, but, oh, shit, we're in the middle of battle, and he can't stop thinking about this one thing that's been bothering him. Well, Sokka, if you had just helped him out with that an hour ago, we Jesus wouldn't be in this <laughs> I'm just saying, it's damn. You, this could take a very different direction. Damn. Okay. <laughs> Who's best at managing managing this mood? Quick, get him out of here. Jesus. <laughs> but no, I'm sorry. Um. Oh yeah, he's just like, I don't know. Firebending. And they're just like, yeah, it's fine. It's gonna be the blocked. Eclipse, the eclipse is gonna happen, and no one can firebend anyway. Also, it's a dumb element. It's a stupid element, is what he said. I'm. <laughs> I shouldn't have found that as funny as I did, but. Well, just Sokka dunking on like yeah. an entire nation, and just like, yeah, that element is dumb and bad. Who needs it? It's just <laughs> Jesus. very. It's very like <sighs> low energy caddy, and I'm here for mm-hmm. it. Um. Oh yeah, back to sleepy times and the nightmares. Yeah, this one, he gets to be Vash the Stampede with a chastity belt. (laughs) Which, like, alright, man, that's fine. 
You do your thing, I guess. Can somebody draw fan art of that? No, I don't. Please. That's... <laughs> I guarantee you that already exists. I'm going to go not... look for it after this. I'm probably going to find some things that I um may or may not want to see, but... <laughs> yeah. I bet. <laughs> uh, I'm a pervert. And the... Uh... The bad twist here is it's the math test you forgot about. Oh, no. Yeah. I mean, I've never had dreams about that, but I have actually forgotten quite a few tests and just walked into a room. <laughs> I, I guess maybe that's why I don't have the nightmares is because I've lived through it enough times. Maybe. But I'm I'm good at it. I've had audition like, dreams like that. Oh, no. Where, like, I forget about an audition, I, like, I walk into the theater and, like, forget why I'm there, and then it's like, oh, did you, did you learn the lines? And it's like, absolutely not, or, like, it's, I have, like, dreams where it's, like, the day of, and, like, I don't know what I'm doing, and I have to improv. Oh, no. <laughs> Those are the worst. That, that sounds like a nightmare. Those are stressful dreams. Oh, wait. What are you looking up? That was a literal nightmare. What? Sorry. Yeah, I said that sounds like a nightmare. It's like, yeah, you're talking about a literal nightmare, of course. It's just funny. <laughs> weirdo. Well, it's just funny. We use that so much as like I know, a, I know. Like a metaphor or what not you know what I mean. Yeah. When we're talking about an actual one, I don't know what to say. Um shoot. You know how every time we record this we say, We gotta stop doing this so late at night. And here we are, later than ever. Uh, oh yeah, Aang wakes up from the Vash math test chastity belt dream uh, and decides the thing to do about that scenario is to circle the koala sheep like they're going to attack. They might. And it's very cute and he's very silly. Katara's just he's like... a fucking mess. Katara doesn't even know what to do with him. She's like, hey... Buddy. Close your fucking eyes. It's like, I forgot my pants and my math tests. She she just doesn't even react. She's, <laughs> no, she's like, like uh-huh, that's nice. Okay, but sleep, though. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like she's just so used to, like, Aang's weirdness that she's just like, okay, cool. Anyway. This is the uh, second time they've all had trouble sleeping, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, that time wasn't Aang's fault and this one no. is so it's like man he's like and he's like keeping everyone awake too yeah like that's the thing that really sucks is it's not just affecting him um oh yeah he goes right into the next dream which is Ozai sweetly telling him to wake up sleepyhead <laughs> It's really weird hearing uh, Mark Hamill's like villain voice saying that kind of shit. Yes. Oh, <laughs> uh, it's it, it's weird hearing him say that in any voice, actually. Yeah, a little <laughs> bit. That is never a character that he plays. Yeah. Um. God, he's so good, though. And like at this point, the dreams have gotten too weird because it's just like here's Ozai on a flying cow hippo with fire breath. Yep. It's like. Okay. Yeah. And of course he has that like, oh, you overslept and you missed the entire invasion. And who hasn't had that dream? I have had that dream. <laughs> like, oh shit, I overslept and missed work. It's so many times then every time it wakes me up like an hour before my alarm. Uh-huh. I'm just like, please. 
Jesus. It's such a relatable dream. Oh, man, I don't remember any of my dreams unless they're shitty. I just realized that. Oh, that sucks. It's always one of these. Can I go back to, like, when I was a little kid and I remembered all the dreams about how the world was ending and it was somehow my fault? Go to therapy. (laughs) (laughs) Men will will literally start a podcast before going to therapy. you <laughs> go to a therapist so we can figure that out please but what if all the things that are wrong with me are the reason you find me funny <laughs> they probably are that's the sad thing oh at least get on some some pills <laughs> wow i mean you're not wrong wow in front of our audience Listen, man, antidepressants, they they do wonders if you need them. I don't want to fight in front of the audience. Are we going to fight? Are we fighting? No. I don't think we're fighting. I was sorry. I was trying to make it a bit. I, I, was... I think we were just discussing mental health and why you should take care of it. Yeah, destigmatize that shit. Yeah. Take your antidepressants. Give me all of them. Actually, don't take it. Send them to me. <laughs> <laughs> no, do, do, do you take need, them. Do you need a Zanny? <laughs> No, those are too much. Okay, what's the next? I don't want to go through every single line. What's the no, next no, thing no, no. you want to talk about? Um. Oh yeah, the the sauna yoga. Okay, so there's one tiny bit right before that. Okay. Um, when Ang is freaking out. Oh, everyone, do that! Don't do that! Because uh, I had a dream. Toph spit takes, and oh, Katara yeah. water bends it off of her. And it's just <laughs> again. Anytime they they include a touch like that, it's just it's just good because they could have just not animated that, but Mm -hmm. they did, and it was good. But yeah, the hot yoga, hot yoga, (laughs) Jesus Christ! Why does Katara know hot yoga? Where has she been that would have afforded her this knowledge? I don't know. Maybe she learned it in the North. The North Pole. (laughs) Yeah. Okay. Hey, Katara, come to our famously coldest place on Earth and fucking learn how hot <laughs> yoga stretches help you waterbend or whatever. No. It's... I don't know. Maybe she picked it up in a village somewhere. Sure. I mean, it makes as much sense as Sokka knowing what therapy is. I just, listen, I just want to do yoga in a sauna. I think that sounds amazing. That does sound pretty cool. I would love to do that. Sokka seems like the kind of person to learn about therapy just so he can inflict it on others. I love that he shows up in a beard with the voice when oh, he's yeah. doing therapy. Yeah, it's the, the Wang Fire beard. Oh my god, and like Aang is like resting on a sheep. Oh, he's, his desk is also a sheep. Yeah. <laughs> Everything, all the furniture is sheep. It's great. <laughs> it's like my ideal universe. Oh yeah, and he screams into a pillow. Which is also a sheep. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I just love the like role that the sheep play in this. Yeah, I, I like that they're just kind of here. On they're the just island. there. They're just there, but they're like integrated in like all these scenes. 
Um, <laughs> They're just kind of props. <laughs> yeah. Uh, let's see. Then Toph does her massage, yeah, massage. which uh, I really feel for Aang because I've also been massaged by heavy boulders. Oh, fuck you. <laughs> Go I'm just... fuck yourself. I'm great at ma- Never mind. I'm not great. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure not actually supposed to bruise me. <laughs> I could not. be wrong. I mean, maybe if you're a professional Probably masseuse not. and you have opinions on whether or not the masseuse should be bruised by the end. <laughs> I don't that, know. Well, listen, listen. I'm the kind of person I will bruise if you like flick me lightly. Like there is no way for someone to give me a massage without bruising me. Can let's put it to the test. Do not, <laughs> sir. How dare you? <sighs> so now we get the hellscape nightmare, mm-hmm. which has. So this one was actually really interesting. Yeah, go please take it away. Um, so it's it's notice it's it's notable that it starts with a storm, which is how Ang. Aang, I feel like, associates storms with trauma. Mm-hmm. His you know, mistakes. His, his mistakes. Failures. Exactly. Um, <clears throat> there's, like, flashes. It's all, like, actually kind of terrifying shit. And I noticed um, during the sequence where they're all being attacked, they are not just being attacked by fire. They're, he's, they're all being attacked by all the elements, and I feel like that kind of um, represents Aang's exi- anxiety. Anxiety? Anxiety over, you know, being the Avatar. Yeah, yeah. And all the pressure that that puts on him. Absolutely. Um, When he is drowning, you know, when the ice is above him, it's, you know, Z- Zuko is standing on the ice above him. Um, Similar to, like, the North Pole. Mm-hmm. That situation. So this comet comes and like literally... Oh, and crashes. Literally crashes. Like doomsday. Yeah. There, well, there's a lot of like, <clears throat> weird... Like, there's a lot of stuff in here that you could read into if you wanted. And I want to. <laughs> um, But there's... It's just as much kind of like... It feels like his brain is just putting things together, right? Like, yeah. Why is... <clears throat> why are Katara and Sokka in their current outfits but Zuko is season one and Toph is season two and uh, why all these environments like being thrown yeah. together and like it, it it there is meaning in there and in things to read into but it, it also does a really good job of just surface level being like mm-hmm. oh shit what's happening ah what and like the the bit where Aang is just like sliding forward into yes. the rooms and like he, he's not actually moving the rooms are just like like almost Coming like passing at him yeah him. like it it just feels very like, yeah, that I had a dream like that. Like, yeah. And there's a ton of references in here. Apparently, there's reference to the ring and like just all kinds of weird dream shit that I I didn't pick up on. But it, I, I'm it's pretty there. sure I'm pretty sure there was like a Jacob's Ladder reference in there as well. Sure, haven't seen um, that. It's been a long ass time for me, but yeah. Um, uh, he wakes up and he's all like, "I'm gonna." Stay awake straight through the invasion, which is a terrible idea. Yeah. Have you ever have you ever had to like perform when you um missed a full night's sleep? Never successfully. <laughs> Oi. Yeah. It's, it's not fun. Um rough. You won't be on your uh on your game there. No kidding. <laughs> you just kind of exist. 
Although this leads directly to... Oh my god, my favorite line. The line that I used to menace you with. You did. You know what? I hated it, and now I just love it. Because, uh, uh, little background. (laughs) When V and I were dating... (laughs) For the first year and a half or so, I would just occasionally bust out, baby, you're my My forever forever girl. (laughs) And she hadn't seen Avatar at that point. It's just like, what the fuck are you saying? I was like, if you're flirting, this is really weird. Yeah. (laughs) I am not seduced. I mean, my flirting style is to make things as awkward as possible and then point out how awkward it is. Yeah. So in that sense, I was very successful. Yep. And I think you've kind of broken me because that's the only way that I now know how to flirt. <laughs> Again, arousing success. We love to see it. <laughs> and it's the only way that I can identify if someone is flirting with me. Someone could literally be like writing me a sonnet and I'll be like, that's nice, dear. And then they'll say something awkward and I'll be like, oh. Yeah. <laughs> I just remember when we got to this line in our first watch like 10 years ago. Like your reaction was <laughs> just like, oh shit. And uh <laughs> Yeah. That's not really relevant, but it's a good memory for me. Yeah. Um and of course the whole thing's a dream. He's it's, it's a hallucination. It's it's a it's yeah, it's not a, yeah, it's a daydream. <laughs> and it's like it's how embarrassing. So immediately obvious as soon as he's like, I love you, because all the dialogue is yeah. so like what are we doing? doing. Like, it's like, did a fan fiction author write this? Well, it, it's like it has that perfect like fanfic slash like cheesy yeah. romance movie vibe, where like the actors like even sell it with like how they're. It almost sounds oh like they're God. kind of phoning it in. Yeah, <laughs> it's like yes, please, it's so good. It's almost soap opera bad. Baby, you're my forever, forever girl. <laughs> Jesus. Oh. I like, oh, Sokka makes Appa armor. Yes. I like that that comes back. Yeah, yeah. You know, he, he was, like he was talking thing. about it and he put his uh, his new skills to, 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 uh, to work there. Oh, yeah. With sword making, that definitely translates. Definitely to, translates to armor making. I mean, isn't he basically just hammering metal into shapes? I, I don't know. I can't, I can't even claim to be. Look, there's a hole, there's a hole like episodes worth of hidden content about like yeah. where did all this shit suddenly come from right he had the money for it we know that but how did he transport the supply it doesn't matter this doesn't matter this for an, you know what no it does matter does this it? show's called deep lore damn it we're digging into all the little details you are welcome to do that i'm gonna sit here and enjoy my um bitch water he <laughs> is that what we're calling it? Yes. I really had settled on jerk water. <laughs> no, because I feel like that's since that's PG. Nah, fuck that. Okay, <laughs> this is not a PG podcast. I'm just saying it's also just funnier to me. I don't know. You're so rowdy. <laughs> yeah, I really am. Um. Oh, so... I just want to like fight someone right now. <laughs> I guess it seems kind of like you're fighting me. I don't know. <laughs> a little bit. Uh, so Aang is doing his like last ditch training with a his macaroni drawing of Ozai. Oh, I love that that came back. He was so proud of it too. Yes, <laughs> uh, it's it's a really good detail, oh. and he can't even hit it, even though it's just taped yeah. to a tree. Uh, oh. <laughs> it's, 
I love Momo's accent. Oh yeah, D, D Badly <laughs> Baker really yes. pulling out the stops by actually voicing Momo and Appa for once. I loved sounds. that. That was so good. I bet he. Oh god, can you imagine? Like when he got that script, he was just like, "Finally, I get to talk." Yeah, right. <laughs> I'm sure he does extras on this show all oh, the time. Oh, I'm sure. He's in, I'm like, sure. Everything. Yeah. So talented. God, I could like dedicate an entire like episode to how fucking talented that man is. Yeah, if you've ever seen any of his clips on like YouTube or whatever, it's legitimately mm-hmm. horrifying watching him slip between these voices sometimes. <laughs> Speaking he does of it horrifying, so effortlessly, M- Momo is just talking. Is just like, please don't. I know. I know. I don't like it. I don't like. Appa talking because he gets up on his hind legs. It, okay. <laughs> that was really scary. Th- this was like my favorite part of the whole dream sequence here is that, you know, Momo's talking and Aang's like, what? Oh my God. And then when his friends just come along and like, oh, Aang, please take care of, you know, blah, blah, blah. And then you pan over to Appa and he's just like, you've got to take care of yourself. <laughs> and no reaction. No. No. Because no, of course, Ang's hallucinating it so the others don't react, but he doesn't even go like, oh god, Appa can talk. He's just like, you don't even know. Leave me alone, Appa. <laughs> Fuck you, Appa. <laughs> it's just like... It's, I just love how casually they switch to like... Because that's how it would feel, like hallucination. There's no like yeah. start and end. It's no. just all of a sudden you're it's in like it. It's like being high. It's so... Don't even talk to me about being high. <laughs> You aren't even fun when you're high. No, I get nauseous and I go to sleep. <laughs> Ugh. Anyway. Anyway. Uh, they have a cool samurai sword fight. There's a bunch more anime references in here. That one, I think he's a bunny samurai or something. He's always guest starring on Ninja Turtles. His name is like Yojimbo or something. <clears throat> I can't. You know, fuck- I got no fucking idea because um. I don't know shit about Ninja Turtles. You're, you're just like, what are you talking about? Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I don't remember the guy's name, but yeah, Momo looks like him and a couple other things. There's, there's all kinds of references. The rocks are snakes. The koalas have eyes now. I don't like it. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. The, the, samurai fight's kind of fun. Oh, yeah. Guru Batik shows up. <laughs> Chakras, chakras. Yep. A Hindu goddess that forget her name. Shiva? Uh, no, it's no? a different one. Uh yeah, according to the Avatar Wiki, uh he appearing with six arms holding a vena is a trait commonly associated with the Hindu goddess uh Saraswati. So oh. yeah, that's um I mean it's kinda of like, oh cool, reference Asian culture, but also another like stereotype like the one yeah the one, it's, like, a, it's a little southeast asian character it's a little mm. south southeast south asian which way is east i'm sorry it's late yeah so let's wrap it up yeah okay we're getting there and okay. it turns out all ang needed the whole time was for his friends to be like hey man you got this in a soft right right and then they're like here's a bed lay your ass down close your fucking eyes and like and ozai won't be wearing pants yes and this one i forget what the reference is there's another reference oh yeah they no one ever mentions it they're like yeah they have like 
samurai hair or whatever. It's like, I feel like there's a reference here that I'm just not getting. But it's fine. It doesn't matter. Yeah. The, the, the ending is the part that kind of... I can see why people don't like this one as much because it really does feel like Aang is worried about the thing and he keeps getting more and more worried. And like, just the fact that the solution was so like cheesy and just kind of like, Hey man, it was a little weak. You got it. Yeah. Like, okay, well you didn't really do anything to like, no. Yeah. I don't know. It, it, it just felt, it, it felt weak. Yeah. Like you said. Yeah. But Let's go to Zuzu. Yeah, the better. Just, yeah, let's talk about that. Better part of the episode. Yes, because this this was very important. Yes, there's a lot to talk about with that. Um, so let's start with him just getting the royal treatment. We get to see what his day is like. Just you know, when he wakes up in the morning, how he's pampered. On his way to see May, like how extra that has to be. The prince life, you know? Rupees, a palanquin, a to hot go towel. 20 feet. Yeah, a hot towel. <laughs> For no reason. You tell, he's like not even, he's just almost like, dad, what do I do with I mean, all this? How long has it been since he's had any of that? Right. And when, and when he was banished, who knows if he was really like, as a younger kid, was he really even getting that much pampering? It sure as fuck didn't seem like it. But they, they really do sell the fantasy of like, yeah, Zuko has everything now. Mm-hmm. How does he react? Then uh, the next scene is him like kind of flexing his... Oh yeah, he's cuddling royal... with May on a little, um, a little lounge. Mm-hmm. And they're really, really cute and... I don't know. I I miss cuddles like that. Yeah, it was, it was cute. Yeah, but he's just kind of like, let me. He's like, ask for something exorbitant, and then I'll get it for you. Yeah, because I'm the prince, and I can do that. <laughs> he's just he's flexing his muscles, which is very out of character for him. You can tell he's kind of like he seems uncomfortable with al- it. Almost like he's exploring this impulse. Yeah, like, can I do this? Is that a thing? Yeah, <laughs> like what? Um, and then May lets it slip that there is an all-day war meeting um, that Azula is going to, and she just kind of assumed, naturally, that he knew about it. Mm-hmm. Which he didn't. <laughs> and, I mean, all-day meeting, though. Oh, my God. That sounds awful. That sounds like the worst. I hope there's at least catered, like, they catered it. Right? Give me snacks. <laughs> Uh, Snacks and some vodka, please. And you'll see over here we have uh, Jimmy John's. (laughs) 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 Jimmy John's catered this meeting. Just, you know, never any options for the people who don't like lunch meat. Oh, yeah. Oh, fine. I guess I'll have a bag of chips. Great. Great lunch, guys. Yeah. And Zuko. So Zuko goes to confront. Azula about who's getting pampered at that very moment too. Royal hair combing, girl, please, I want that. Yes. Also, I want to note she seems to take very great pride in her hair. Yes. Which I want to bring up at a later date. Yes. For a later episode, you know which one I'm talking about. Yep. 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 Um. The Winnie the Pooh crossover. Yes. Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad that you knew what I was talking about. Like, I didn't want to ruin it for our listeners, but 
It was I just mean, it's so obvious that's the one. Yeah, absolutely. Anyone listening to this podcast would be familiar with the <laughs> very famous um, Avatar and Winnie the Pooh crossover episode. Yeah. It's personally one of my favorites. I just can't believe Christopher Robin was the Fire Lord all along. I know. Wasn't that a fucking twist? Why do you indulge me like this? <laughs> Dude, improv is my thing. I guess so. <laughs> yes, and. All right. But, like, so Zuko defaults to pouting here. Yes. Because he could have come in and be like, hey, Azula, uh, so I heard about this meeting. You know, what? what's going on with that? Mm-hmm. And he's just kind of like, huh, the meeting that I'm not allowed to. <laughs> And she's like, like, of course you're welcome. Like, like, what the fuck? Calm the fuck down. What the fuck are you talking about? She's (laughs) like, you're paranoid. Just go. (laughs) And there's a bit here that I never caught until this watch. (laughs) But (laughs) when he's like, oh, I'm not welcome. Azula says, don't be dramatic. (laughs) The one of the ladies combing her hair just stops for a second and gives her a look, like the, then, like a like a stink eye almost. No, like, no, like the face, her face barely registers any expression because I feel like a stink eye would get her executed. <laughs> but like, she stops, she's gives just her a like, look, like, uh, uh, back to your hair. Anyway, <laughs> like yeah, Azula telling not to be dramatic. Like, come on. <laughs> And, uh, and to have, like, of course you're welcome at the meeting. Well, I'm not going. Okay. Okay, great conversation, Zuzu. Cool. Good to see you too, brother. <sighs> May, bless her heart, she does her best. She really tries here. Yeah. This is, this is the most we've seen them, like, where she legitimately cares about him on screen. Yes. Um, and I, I, I like seeing that, but I wish I wish I had more time to breathe. Yeah. Um, and she's trying her hardest to cheer him up, but, like, there is absolutely nothing yeah. she can do here. Like, he's in no mood for it, and I feel kind of bad for her because that is so shitty feeling. Yeah. I just like the what she does to try and cheer him up. Well, first of all, remember the last war meeting you went to? Like, mm, you're not missing yeah. anything. Go to this one, like yeah. Oh, that's. It like, almost feels like she's trying to protect him there. Yes, but also like, uh, hey, what if I'm really needy and you can boss some people around? Like that's not May at all. No, like, yeah, no, no. She's used to like the life of luxury and she, yeah. she has no problem ordering people around. But like the 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 way that sort of mode of brattiness is not her. No, but she's so willing to like indulge that to try and cheer him up and. and mm-hmm. You know, it, like you said, it doesn't doesn't move the needle. <sighs> yeah, it's unfortunate. I I felt for her in that scene. Uh, yeah, there's nothing worse than like, like I have to do everything I can to cheer this person up, and they're just like, I want to just want to be alone. And it's like, okay, well, fuck. Yeah, I mean, I guess the worst thing is being the one who wants to be alone. I guess. Yeah. But you know, I don't know. When I'm sad, I never fucking want to be alone. That's not true. Well. Uh... When I'm stressed, I want to be alone. When I'm sad, I want all the attention. I see. Yeah, there's Sorry. a difference. I, I forgot. I failed to make the distinction. Yeah, no. Stress, leave me the fuck alone. When I'm sad, you better, like, praise me. <laughs> Worship the ground I walk on. Oh, my God. <laughs> Take it down a notch. No. 
So the servant man comes. Not my supervisor. And I'm pretty sure one of the one of the guys in this episode who's been following him around is also voiced by Mark Hamill because probably he just really sounds like Mark Hamill to me. He's just a really good voice actor. Um, they're just kind of like, hey, uh, they can't start the meeting, Zuko. <laughs> like, how awkward is that? <laughs> yeah. Holding him hostage without even knowing it. Yeah. God, how awkward would it be, like, when he shows up, like, sorry I'm late, I thought you didn't want me. Just kind of like, everyone in the room, like, oh god, he really did a number on his son. (laughs) Get this boy some royal therapy. Or, alternatively, everyone in that room is thinking, yeah, we really didn't want you, why does your stupid dad want you here? (laughs) Oh no. You know how they all are. They're yeah, fucking, yeah, like, yeah. Generals and imperialists and the shitty. Yeah, they probably all have kids who hate them. Yes. <sighs> and so when the meeting is over, which uh, important, we don't see what this meeting was. We don't see what no, they were meeting about yeah. or what was going on. Um, but we do find out way later. Yeah. Uh, all we know from this meeting, though, is that Zuko had, like, literally everything. Mm-hmm. He was at his dad's right hand. Yep. Literally. Everyone welcomed him. He was the perfect prince. But he wasn't himself. He says, um, I was the perfect prince. I was the son my dad wanted. But I wasn't me. Yeah. Oof. And that, that's such a contrast to, you know, at the last war meeting, when, when he spoke out of turn... And yeah. like dishonored his father or whatever the fuck. Whatever. Like, he was speaking out on behalf of their citizens. Yes. Like, he, being very royal. That is the perfect prince. Like, yeah. So, it just it kind of like having the last three years sort of beat him into submission. Like, oh. I'm going to sit here and be good and quiet and nice like my dad wants. But and, he knows it's not right. Of course. And we see him look up to, look up at this, like, giant picture of his father. And he does not look happy. No. So, that's a uh, sort it's, of thread that's going to be picked up in the next yep. one. Cannot wait. Yep. They have, it, they, they, they threaded that needle very nicely, so... Mm-hmm. And uh, speaking of next one, I believe we will be having a special guest for that two-parter. Yes, we will. I'm very excited about that. Yeah. And yeah, we're, we're, I guess that was my way of trying to segue out of this episode into the outro, but I drew attention to it, so I fucked up. Hi. Hi. <laughs> um, are you, do you have any final thoughts? Are we good? I think we're good. Yeah. It, it's just, you know, it's a good... Um, it's it's kind of a good seg- a segue to this two parter that we're coming up on. Yeah, yeah. It's... Um, it, it's it's. I won't say it's like a super fun episode before things get real, but you know, it's a little more lighthearted than what we've had. Yeah, it's just I'm. It's like an appetizer. I just wish that the Ang thing had been handled a little more dramatically, like they yeah. been able to sort of make that like land in it, any it way. Di- yeah it didn't really stick the landing it, it felt sort of like paint by numbers care character has problem they try thing it doesn't work and then it's fixed 
Yeah. And it's just It like, kind of almost so- sounded like they, like, ran out of ideas, and they were just kind of like, give him a pep talk at the end. I don't know. That'll it, do it. It seemed almost more like they wanted to use this episode as a vehicle for all their leftover weird dream ideas. <laughs> and if that's the case, that, you know, it's fine. It's fine. Yeah, it wasn't, yeah. wasn't bad. Uh, it certainly wasn't anywhere near as bad as the Great Divide. <laughs> we are never going to drop that, are we? I mean... It was a te- that was a terrible episode. It's right. It's in the title. It's it's the like line between the good episodes and the bad one. I don't know. That doesn't really work. You just made me choke on my water. I guess it works a little. <laughs> um. So okay. Wrapping up. So thanks for listening, guys. Thanks to Snesse for letting us use the track Unity for the EP Digression. You can find that track and more at snesse.bandcamp.com. If you have any questions or comments for us, you can email us at deeplorepodcast at gmail.com. Please, if you are a masseuse, email me your rates. No, I'm kidding. Email me and let me know <laughs> if I should be as bruised as I am or if I need to call the bad massage hotline and report me i was gonna say child protective services but I'm, <laughs> I'm not a child so maybe mentally you are ouch <laughs> you're mean emotionally maybe you can find us on twitter at deep underscore lore you can find me on twitter at pizza Draman. that's p-i-z-z-a-d-r-a-m-o-n like like a Digimon. Mm-hmm. I'm very funny. And Twitter. and you can you can find me on Twitter at Queen Bethy B. That's much more straightforward. Yes, it is. Um Yeah. Like we say every week, guys, we're cool. Is that our new sign up? Yep. We're cool. We're cool. Great. I love it. We should get t shirts printed with that. Already did. They're on the way. <laughs> But did you get tote bags with that saying? I would like I would like some cheap ass tote bags. So because of COVID, those are gonna be delayed. Oh god damn it. Yeah, sorry, they won't okay, be. Okay, but here. like what what about the ugly trucker hats? No. Okay. I made a moral decision not to <laughs> It didn't What? Oh my god, shut up. (laughs) Why do you think you're funny? I'm not, I'm very tired. (laughs) Shit. So am I.